Uh, the Guardians, Van Badham. Good morning to you, Vanny. Is that where you are? Yes, beautiful regional Victoria. Is it cold? Oh, my God, it's so cold. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. So it's but not at as... least we've got the power mic on, which is great. Okay, so it's not as warm and cosy as things were just five minutes ago in Government House uh, with the uh, swearing in of the new uh, Deputy Prime Minister. Uh, we had ScoMo there up on the big screen. Happy families uh, with Vicky Campion and the two kids and all the rest of it. It's it's like Groundhog Day. I, I thought, haven't we been here before? We've been here before. In fact, we've been here, it's either six or seven new leadership teams since the Liberals were elected in 2013. Yeah. Over the course of this Liberal government, it's just a revolving door leadership. True. Uh, what have we had? We've had the uh, Abbott Truss, Turnbull Truss, Turnbull Joyce, Turnbull McCormick, and now Morrison McCormick. Oh, sorry, and now Morrison Joyce. So one, yep. two, I've lost count. Yep, yep. Remember the big sign, Malcolm Turnbull standing in front of the sign saying stable government? Oh, of course. Yes. I mean, that got shared around a lot yesterday. Barnaby Joyce did an interview in the morning where he was like, no, no, there's no national leadership oh, I know. at all. And, like, within two hours, he was the new Deputy Prime Minister. Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, got... so here we are. Well, here we are. Um, look, I've gone through his greatest hits. There's, uh, you know, payments of $80 million for water um, with links to another uh, Liberal MP. Uh, there are a number of issues that I suppose we could smash Barnaby Joyce on. But the one that really got me was this was a bloke that used to, you know, stand all high and mighty in the early days of the even the Abbott government of uh, talking about family values. I mean, mm. didn't he vote half a dozen times against same-sex marriage? Oh, not only voted, he gave speeches about it. Mm. In fact, a particular favourite was his insistence that marriage equality for all Australians right. would deprive good country girls of finding husbands, which was a classic of the completely lunatic genre. Mm. And that was the argument, was that if we allowed, if we allowed gay men to get married, well, there would be a, a reduced pool of men available for girls in the country. It was seriously unhinged. I mean, this isn't the only thing, of course. Like, he is a fervent critic of abortion, you know, when it when it applies to other people making their own decisions about their reproductive sure. rights. Yeah. And he, def- he interfered in New South Wales when that really important legislation was going through about safe access zones. So women who were getting... Like, like, you know, very personal medical care wouldn't have to be harassed and, like, run a gauntlet of people, you know, throwing things at them and chanting and doing those things outside women's health clinics. Yep. He, so legislation came in to stop that from happening so women could get health care in peace mm. and put these exclusion zones around clinics. And he interfered, oh, no, you know, like... The, the, the right to harass women getting medical care is apparently part of God's plan. It's a very selective Catholicism that Barnaby Joyce uh, purports. You know, such a fan of Yeah, such a fan of traditional marriage unless it, of course, applies to him. And, you know, and he's previously advocated for a national debate on the death penalty, which is right out. Uh, when, as far as traditional Catholicism goes, very true. But it's it's very pick and choosy with our bar, as he uh, apparently likes to be called. Bar. Oh, I'm I'm just so embarrassed. Like 
Seriously, <laughs> this is who we're putting on the world stage. This man is a meme in other countries. You yes. know, they share. Well, he's a meme in his own Australia. country, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but this is the thing. Australia doesn't rate very highly. I mean, luckily, because, you know, we're a peaceful country. Yes. We don't make the news in other countries that much. Yes. You know, like our problems are definitely our own. But mm. Barnaby Joyce is a bit of a global export when it comes to Australian mockery. Like, he's the kind of person who gets picked on by John Oliver. The kind of person who gets picked on by John Oliver as an object of mockery on, you know, American television is not the person you make deputy prime minister. It's actually a fairly important job. Well, and, you of know, course. The words that, oh, I'm sorry, Marcus. I'm just in full rant mode. Oh, I love full it. Full rant mode. It's great. Uh, but let's get to the uh, the crux of it. Um, was it a, a move, do you think? Michael McCormick, as we know, um, really mucked it up last week, those comments that he made on the mouse plague and, you know, he wants mice um, invading inner city lefty uh, suburbs and nibbling at their children's feet at night and all the rest of it. I mean, that was outrageous, was ridiculous. Um, But they brought in Barnaby. I guess they parachuted him into the top job, uh, despite the fact that Bridget McKenzie looks like she could give him a death stare from a thousand paces uh, because they want to try and save face in the bush. Yeah, well, I mean, for those people who are suffering from the mouse plague, and I spend a lot of time in Wagga, as you know, which is Michael McCormack's sea, and I've seen the mouse plague up close, and it is horrendous, Marcus. It is absolutely, it's biblical what has been going on with those mice. It is awful. But let's remember, it was Barnaby Joyce who moved the Pest Control Authority to um, Armadale, and, like, uprooted all of these specialists and public servants and lost a massive chunk of that specialist workforce in this forced move that he did against all advice and all reason. So while we're talking about pest control issues in Australia, maybe we should look at, you know, Barnaby Joyce's own record of interference in this particularly critical piece of national policy. Yeah. But, you know, it, all of the all of the information that's come out about what happened suggested it had nothing to do with politics and everything to do with personal rivalries and internal competition. Oh, it was come that on. Hilarious. Are, you su- are you suggesting for a moment they're in it for themselves? Come on. Oh, uh, well, let's remember, him becoming leader means an extra $100,000 in the pay packet, which with the size of his family, you know, yeah. one understands why he would perhaps pursue it. But this is the thing. Like, you had other members of the National Party going, no way, over my dead body. Darren Chester has apparently said that he would rather join the Liberal Party (laughs) than have Barnaby Joyce as a leader. There was that unbelievable photo of of Bridget McKenzie, Barnaby Joyce and David Littleproud where they were, you know, announcing his triumphant Oh, I'm going to talk to my reporter in Canberra about it. She was there, microphone in hand, right in front of all three of them. Uh, I mean, it looked like a wake it looked like they'd just stepped out of divorce court no, and no one got what they wanted. It was hilarious. <laughs> okay, I love it. I love oh, my it. God. Oh, my well. choice. Oh, our face to the world. A man who's literally internationally renowned for his sort of rambling monologues about Johnny Depp's dog. Oh, Pistol and Boo. I'd forgotten about Pistol oh, and Boo. Oh, my God. I mean, I... I I'm a firm believer in Australian democracy, you know, and the government we elect is a government that represents us and, you know, whoever that is. And we stand by that here and there's no, the other guy should have won, whatever, you know. You count the votes and the government is the government. But Barnaby Joyce just makes me feel like 
you know, God was bored on the weekend and decided to, you know, throw a boomerang into a barbecue. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <sighs> oh, dear. All right, well, there goes half my country listeners, but that's okay. Uh, Van, uh, I agree with everything you're saying. Uh, absolutely 100% endorse your comments this morning because I can't stand the bloke. <laughs> oh, but this is the thing. Like, country people deserve better than this. The country people yeah. dealing with the mice deserve better than this. I live in the country. We've got real problems here. And one of the problems we've got, I live in a vegetable growing area where climate change is a real and present danger. Oh, and well, this is yes. the problem with Barnaby Joyce becoming leader of the Nationals. Like, Barnaby is all in for the coal industry. Mm. Absolutely all in. One of his big, you know, dream projects is another government-funded coal mine. Well, that's not actually dealing with the problem which is affecting farmers. Like, changes in climactic cycles have real, on-the-ground, agricultural implications. And we're learning this all over the world. It affects markets and the way things are happening with exports and what we may need to import and all of these things. This is the most pressing issue. And we've put a climate change denier in charge of the party (laughs) that represents country people. Brilliant. Good to have you on, Van. Chat next week. Bye.